Hi, Peter Balker here. Welcome to today's edition of Transition Guy. Now, we're, we're in Atlanta at the Scale Up Summit, and joining me is Dan Holstein, yeah. a fellow coach and colleague, both in action coach and in scaling up coaching. So, today we're going to talk about a really interesting topic, actually something we experienced the other day. It's all about consistency of delivery, because very often what I tend to find is that, especially with entrepreneurs, they either set the bar really high and set a bar that they can't consistently achieve or they're inconsistent with their delivery. And the reality is, now, if we do something exceptionally well and then we do something mediocre, the likelihood of someone remembering the exceptionally well is relatively low because people always go back to what the mediocre is. Customers at the end of the day hate to be confused. We had that experience the other day, didn't we, Dan? Yeah. So I remember when we first got here, we were recommended a really nice restaurant. And we went along to it, didn't we? Yeah. There was about four of us, we went to this really nice restaurant. And what did you think of the restaurant? It was fantastic. I mean, total hand-on-foot weighted service, really well done. Uh, fantastic ambiance, right? A lot of uh, friendly staff making sure we were looked after. It was, it was really high-touch, really high-level service, absolutely. And I mean, the food wasn't necessarily cheap, so you'd expect... It was decidedly uncheap. <laughs> yeah, which means yeah, it was. But you'd kind of then ex you'd expect that level, that level of cost, you're going in there. It's, it's, the whole, it's a whole experience. And what, what I would say is that we had the whole experience. The food was great. The people were great. We left, we actually left the restaurant feeling much higher than yeah. when we went in because it was just phenomenal, wasn't it? Well, I, I think from my perspective, um, our expectations were exceeded. When we came in, it's like, it's a really interesting building. We're walking in, it's like, what's this going to be like? We weren't really sure. It was one person's recommendation that we kind of went on and we came in. It was fantastic. And when you put it, when you put it into context, it wasn't necessarily cheap. You wouldn't think, okay, we're going to go back there. But we were so impressed by it. We had other colleagues coming in. What did we want to do? Take them back, have the experience. And have the experience. Yeah. How did that work out for us, Dan? <laughs> it was not the same. No. So what, if we, we think about what was a little bit different, um, there's a lot less energy. It was a different night. It was a Monday, not a Saturday. So that may be to be expected. But it was the energy, wasn't it? It just didn't feel like it... It, it just did, didn't... No, it didn't feel the same. I mean, the, the background music was inconsistent. The, the other night it was on quietly in the background the whole time. This time it was sort of playing that was gone and then it came back. The temperature actually was getting hot and then cold. One of our guests was getting a little too chilly and then a little too warm. Like, yeah. So it, just, it, wasn't, it wasn't consistent even just from an environmental uh, perspective. And from a service point of view, I mean, the person I served us, he was lovely. Yeah. I mean, he was great fun. But it, it just wasn't the same. It was, it was like two or three leagues below. Yeah. Well, they were, they were consistent in terms of even uh, the delivery. So remember the first night we went... And they, they said, well, your water, the person looking after the water service, so it was a product now, the water service, yeah. right, will be out in a moment. And they were, and they brought sparkling water or still water. We had our choice. And they remembered what we had and topped us up throughout the evening. Yes, they did. Which I thought that was pretty impressive. And uh, the other night, they topped our water up still and didn't touch it again. Nobody else came down. No. So that was one. When we were talking about wines, the sommelier came out yeah. and talked to us about the wines. The first night. Yeah. The first night, yeah. The second night. When I asked about, okay, what are the differences? None of that. It was just like yeah. a bit of a step in the dark, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So again, consistency of, of, of I think, team coordination as well. Mm -hmm. 
Um, it was interesting that we, we had a little challenge with some of the food as well. The food wasn't hot when it came. Remember, we went to send, we asked if we could have it reheated, warmed up somehow. And there's resistance. Like the, the server, as fun as he was, he kind of balked a little bit about sending it back um, and didn't want to do that. So I, I felt, because what some of my food need to get sent back, I thought, geez, like, why not? What's, mm. what's the problem? It's not that busy and certainly you can look after it. I, I felt a little, that was sort of the, the first sort of chink in the experience for me, that little divot out of the armor. That diminishment, so. And I think that it wasn't an awful experience, but it wasn't the experience we had on the Saturday. And I think the expectation was that we were going to go back then, it was going to be the same. And because yeah. it wasn't the same, what was our parting comments? Well, don't come back here unless it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, but I'm not sure that I would, right? Well, maybe I would one more time on one of those nights. But there's that seed of doubt that's sown because of the lack of consistency. And if we think about how we feel, he said when we left on the, the Saturday, we left on a bit of a high, which is true. We were having a good time, joking. It was it was, it was great, a great mm. experience. We were reflecting on, especially some of the characters that were. They were great. Yeah. 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 And then on the on the Monday, it's like, oh, you know. And, and the guests that we brought out, they said if they didn't hear about our Saturday experience, they wouldn't have thought it was bad at all, right? But because we had this higher expectation, it's like you said before, it's, it's how, how we're left with it. It's that, the lowered expectation that we end up remembering. And actually, on the Uber back, a lot of that conversation was actually centered around our disappointment with the disparity between the service. So we never focused on the positives, which we did the first night round. Yeah, that's a good point. And how often do you find that our clients suffer from this? Where, you know what, sometimes they, prov they really provide a top service. Sometimes they can't perform this top service. And we see it with businesses all the time, don't we? Where actually they're inconsistent. That inconsistency creates confusion. Well, it creates disappointment too, because like you said, we were on the, the ride back the first night, we are talking about how cool it was. On the second night, we are talking about how uncool it was, like the diminished enjoyment. So the energy that we left with, that's what we remember. And especially the last time we were there is what we're going to remember, right? Yeah, and I think if you go back to it, it felt like there was a perceived indifference mm -hmm. that really we were not that important. Uh, the food wasn't right, but it didn't really matter to them. Yeah. Like, can you take it back? Excuses, well, you know, this, that, we don't want to overcook it on you and this kind of a thing. But it, would, it seemed like if, if we didn't persist in saying, look, we appreciate it if we could, it would have been left, we wouldn't have enjoyed it as much because it would have been yeah. lukewarm. So it wasn't, we didn't feel that care. What's interesting is a lot of people think that people leave because of price. Price has got nothing to do with it. People leave because of confusion and perceived indifference. And that perceived indifference the other night was enough for me perhaps not to return again which is a massive shame. Whereas the other day when we went to the aquarium, that was a totally different experience. So I first remember going to the Atlantic Aquarium back in, when was it? It was back in 2012. And I remember that vividly being a phenomenal experience. When we went there this time, what was the experience like? Oh, it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. I mean, they've got that nailed so brilliantly. It's well rehearsed. Well, I think it's well systemized as well. And mm -hmm. rehearsed probably because it was like a show, a lot of it. And the... Um they're, they're handling many, many thousands of people per day. I think it was 28 million. I'm not sure if that's since they opened or per year. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot of volume. So they're managing massive amounts of people and giving that same high-level consistent experience every single time to all those people over years. But these other guys couldn't hold it together over the span of three days. So how do you, with your clients, work on making sure that they remain consistent? Because to me, that's one of the biggest opportunities. I think one of the first things you have to do is determine where are the inconsistencies in the first place. Have we set the bar too high on something and it's 
you can do it a little bit, but if, if you get too busy, you won't be able to sustain it, right? So we need, like you said before, you can be consistently great or consistently mediocre, but pick one, right? So we have to pick the level that they can always deliver on despite challenges that might come up. So we try to find out what are some of those inconsistencies that we've got, what do we need to do to shift them so we can deliver on that product, that service, that communication consistently, exactly the same every single time. Like we have a little trick that we do with our clients. I don't want to, I probably can't remember all of our clients' coffee. Well, so that when we first meet with them, uh, or, or tea or whatever their, their beverages that we have when we're having a conversation. So we write it down at first, and then we have a, a chart on the back of our cupboard where the cups are, and we look it up, oh, so-and-so likes their coffee like this. So we don't have to ask them how they like it. We know if they want, want it. Generally, we have that written down, and then how, <clears throat> excuse me, what they want, we just bring it. So that we've been really consistent with that experience. We've had feedback that, you know, it feels like they're the first person to walk through the door of the day, they, they, we know what they want, and that kind of a thing. And it's tiny, I mean, it's just a coffee. But it's, that's an experience that happens every single time they visit. And if we were to stop doing that, they would absolutely notice. And then they'd be let down, even though it's just coffee. Well, I think one of the companies that really got that right is McDonald's. I mean, if you take McDonald's, I mean, they're reasonably consistent. They're not going to be your sort of Michelin-style restaurant. But when you go to McDonald's, wherever you go in the world, you know what you're going to get. You know the experience you're going to have. It's consistent. And McDonald's, in all fairness, has built its business on a series of checklists. And if you're suffering from a lack of checklists in your business, I highly recommend the book, The Checklist Manifesto. Mm, yeah. It's one of the best books to help you systemize and process your business so that you can become consistent day in, day out. So there are any other tips you would give an entrepreneur that is suffering from inconsistency in their business and needs to get it nailed? Yeah, absolutely. I get them to think about this. You call it confusion, that when, when there is inconsistency, there's confusion. I call it fear. So if, you know, back in the old days, the caveman days, we're primarily geared to look for problems that we can avoid. Safety. Is that a stick or is it a snake? Right? In, in the old days. So nowadays, when we see inconsistency, it sets up a bit of a fear response. It's like, okay, can I trust this place? If, what's it going to be like if I come back or for this, if I engage this individual? So we have to remember, we're, we can literally not just have our clients confused or feeling in, in, that we're indifferent, we can actually be scaring them off by having inconsistent service. So what I would get someone to think about is, look at what your typical sales cycle is and how often people generally buy from you and do a little customer research on your own database. Uh, do you have anyone that's stopped? And you know, or, or can you tie that back to any kind of inconsistency in the service? Um, customers that complain are the best because if they actually care enough to tell you something's inconsistent, so I'd really encourage any entrepreneur that's got a, a, someone that's complaining, whether the customer's complaining, to definitely take that up and find out what led to that and if it could be happening in other areas of the business or happening on a regular basis and scaring more customers away. People that aren't caring enough to tell. Tell, tell you that yeah. there's a problem. That's a good point. Thank you, Dan. Well, if anything we've covered today around consistency or inconsistency in business really resonates with you and you're looking at your business and you're thinking, do you know what, I can relate to that. Sometimes we're really good, sometimes we're not so great. Customers are not really shopping with us, spending the money as they should be. We're not getting the positive feedback that perhaps we're striving to hit and you want to look at how you can sort of get that working in your business. Head over to Borka.com and get in touch. And remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. fail.